Welcome to Are We Fired Over This? Brought to you by Double Barrel Stone Whiskey. Welcome. How are we doing? I'm. We're here, man. We are. We're here. <laughs> Shit, dude. It's been a. <laughs> it's been a crazy three weeks, man, with traveling and all the other crazy stuff. It's the little. It's the little. Uh, well, no, I'm. I'm over the the vacation hangover. I think I'm back and I'm working again. And the wife goes back officially tomorrow, first day of the school year. Woo-hoo, so school year starting. It's like real life. It's back. Yep. It's back until next year. Until next year. Oh, yeah, man. man, I know it's been crazy. I was down there at, uh, well, geez, I was in uh, Nashville for yep. three or four days yep. doing the whole DeWalt Tools experience thing. You went thing. rodeoing. I went rodeoing. You know something? Um, I will say the PBR rodeo bull riding guys, yeah. they put on a show. Of course. And it's interesting because it's not your traditional let's show up at the rodeo. This is a finely produced for television TV program. Oh, this is NASCAR f- of rodeo. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's big money. Dude, Our when I got married in Vegas, it's the same weekend as the PBR. Oh, yeah. And so when we went back for my tenure, same weekend as the PBR, dude, there was more dinner plate size belt buckles oh. and cowboy hats rolling around that joint. Dude, that is big money. It is, and I was impressed with it. And, of course, you know, DeWalt is really trying to do their part of of making you feel like, you know, because for us it was a corporate event. Yeah. And so, you know, when they're a tour sponsor and a team sponsor, then, you know. they You get box seats. You get all that. Well, they actually didn't do us box seats. I thought they were. They put us right up in the front, middle, right, perfect seating on the side. Okay, that's not bad. So uh, the box seats would have been too high. I'm kind of happy we didn't. We were down there very close. You know, I found that with box seats. Like I've been to the some of the box seats here in Portland at, for different events, and they're great if you want to be social and drink and yeah. talk and and just hang out. Um, but yeah, you're like a mile away from the band, and it's kind of like I I kind of want to be in the pit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we had Neil Diamond seats, you know, but when there was no pit, but still, it yeah, was yeah, kind of yeah. like you're watching. Notice you're watching the video screen at that point. I yes. Yeah, yeah. That's Who's the that thing. little guy down there? Yeah, that's you what know. I found out when I was. Yeah. Anyways. It's anyway. That's the crazy part of that. So, but that was a fun, and you know, of course, I had to come back to the radio show, which was. Yeah, you barely made it. Oh man, it I was. I ran team. in by a minute, and I was <laughs> in a jog, and do- Bob was in there, so I could play off it a little bit and have some fun. But uh, we we I made it just in time, and I was actually winded for my first couple minutes of running the entire time. Well, you know, this one thing that's funny is is I don't think people realize when it comes to live broadcasting. I mean, podcast. Literally, we could show up in our underwear at 2 in the morning and do this thing, and nobody's going to give a shit. Well, you might. Yeah. Actually, Julie would definitely mind. She but definitely <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> I, I, uh But live, it goes on. I mean, I used to tell people all the time yeah. when, I, when, you know, working in television, I'm like, my news director could drop dead right in front of the studio door five minutes before airtime, and people would step over him to go in and put the show on because it 
There is no choice. There is no going. choice. People have paid a lot of money for that show to air. You know, commercials. It happens. Yeah. It, I mean, if someone died on air, they might go to commercial break, but someone's getting drug off the side out in the hallway. Put somebody on. And, and then somebody else is taking the seat. Quick, Andy Carson, sit down. Sit down. Oh, man. No, I've, it's, <laughs> I've seen some free. I mean, I've. I've been involved in that stuff where I'm literally I have thrown tapes. We've had like like a uh, like a tape relay down yep. the hallway where I'm chucking it to one dude, get another grabs it, and chucks it to another dude, and you know pushing yeah. people out of the way and OJ Simpson it over over like tape carts and stuff like that. Oh yeah, well ZZ Top had to do that. They had to do that during the show. What happened? Bass player got sick. Oh, so this was kind of interesting. So I went and saw ZZ Top and uh, Doobie Brothers. Yeah, and. Uh, that was a good show. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big Doobie Brothers person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, Michael McDonald wasn't there. You know, so that's fine. <laughs> but, I, I can't hear Michael McDonald without thinking of 40-year-old virgin. Nice. <laughs> I was just on the other day. I was watching. I was like, God, I can't watch. Anyway, carry anyway, on. Anyway, carry on. But So that was a good show. Uh, yeah, it was good. But ZZ Top, freaking amazing. But bass player got sick. Kind of four songs in. Okay. And then he went over and sat on the side of the stage on a chair. Is it hot? Or is it just... Uh, I don't know. Texas. Yeah, oh, they're old, you know, too. They're old, too, you know. But anyway, then he went backstage, and I think when he went backstage is when they had a bass tech or somebody pick up the bass. Come out. And start playing. No, yeah. he just play, played it from back, and it was just two of them up there. Okay. So, you know, there was no encore, so I kind of wish I could have seen a few more songs, but uh, they pulled the show off, and it was... Probably still one of the best concerts I've ever seen. I'm I'm telling you, man. I mean, it's ZZ Top. I mean, they're they're gonna kill it. I mean, God, they got to be in their seventies. Yeah, they are at least. Well, they, that band's 70s? been around since that band's been around over fifty years now. Well, I remember listening to an interview with uh, 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 Gibbons or uh, Billy Gibbons. Billy Gibbons. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was Billy. He's the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hanging out with uh, Jimi Hendrix. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I've seen I that mean, same one. Where these guys like, go way, way back. back. Yeah, yeah, he way was he stuff. was in the whole London music scene. You're like, what? what? Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. Hey, we're gonna have a guest coming up here in a minute. We've been yeah. talking about what you and I've been up to. Yeah, but we've got uh, renowned Bigfoot author Russell Accord coming on, and he's gonna be talking about well, Bigfoot, the Bigfoot, and Bigfoot. the. International Bigfoot Conference coming up in the Tri Cities this love, weekend. I love that it's in the Tri Cities. I mean, I, know. I mean, if I lived in the Tri Cities, I would probably go to that just for the sheer irony of the thing. I, yeah. I'm really split. I'm a little split on Bigfoot here. I'm not even right. split. I'm. It's one of these things that I really. It would be so awesome if it was true. Yeah. It would be so awesome. I mean, to know that there's still enough un you know, molested space out there that a creature of this size could live and breathe and yeah. have babies and shit in the woods and do what Bigfoots yeah. do. I don't buy it. Hey, there's a couple girls that might have been, that we went to high school with, that could have been offspring for Bigfoot. <laughs> hey, now. Just hey saying. Now. <laughs> hey, now. This, this, is no, this is no Eddie Murphy sketch. We're not, we're not. I, uh... I, oh, you know, I remember growing up as kids, people talking about it. I had people tell me, oh, I smelled this awful smell. And we heard this thing crashing around the camp and blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. I, I have spent a fair amount of time in the woods. And that I've, awful smell in the camp, that was just That was Eric just Wheatland. me. Yeah. <laughs> I hate cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. I really, really, really wish it was true, but I just don't buy it. Yeah. I don't buy it. Well, we'll see what happens. I don't know. You well, because this year, well, and the thing, you're, you're bearing the lead on this, 
is this is the 50 year anniversary of the um oh very true like Patterson yeah Jimmy something film that yeah. the real famous yeah it's color but it's that very grainy film mm-hmm. walking through the woods that has well and the cool thing is that conference they've got three days of that and Bob Gimlin's they're gonna be there yeah so he, that's one of the guys yeah 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 so, so I mean it's it's nice that they're kind of getting recognition because I know back in the day they were definitely looked at as kooks. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and now, now... Well, and now you've got also, you know, kind of one of the guys that's more interesting at my station. we got Clyde Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Who's... we got to get him does, on here, man. we got to get him on here because yeah. uh, he's he's an awesome guy. Every time I w- walk away from talking to him, I'm always just a little bit more enlightened with that because I tell you what, he is an interesting conversation. And I love the radio he does at night. Yeah. I mean, it is... Oh. Much more interesting even to me than the old Art Bell stuff that was the quintessential out there host, you know, that... Oh, that I remember, yeah. I remember I had an... Uh, anybody that's worked nights in their life understand who's that is. I had but. an AM radio in my news car when I worked in Medford, Oregon, and go. a lot of late night runs with... Uh, with Art, Art Bell. Bell and the UFOs. Yeah. yeah. It's always... It's entertaining, but then you get a certain point where you're like... Really? See, I would have to work at Eagle Hardware Days. I would have to work inventory because I was a manager back in the early 90s. And I'd have to work overnights when they do inventory. So each manager had to do yeah, yeah, yeah. a week or two of that. And so everybody listened to that at night. Yep. And it was always, always interesting. It was always interesting. Well, they, what was that movie, Men Who Stare at Goats, with uh, George Clooney? Oh, yeah. Which actually was a crappy movie, but I really wanted it to be good. Because that was talking about the... Yeah. Uh, and I remember those interviews yeah. that Art Bell had on there oh with my these gosh, guys who were like remote viewing. And, and yeah, that was always good radio. And then, but you watch the movie and you watch these guys. And I'm like, I don't know how close, but they're pretty. They were pretty kooky. Yeah, that's some pretty kooky shit. It's kind of like, I don't know. That was a funny movie from that. If you had a low expectation for that movie, you yeah. kind of enjoyed it. I had a higher expectation. Uh, mine was like, come on, low. Clooney. <laughs> it's Clooney. Fucking Clooney. I know it. Sucks to be rich and good looking. Yeah, and not make not so many great movies. <laughs> Anywho, so sorry. I'm trying to concentrate, but Pulp Fiction is on. <laughs> I keep looking up. It was the uh, it was the heroin overdose scene in Pulp Fiction, and I'm like, oh, this is such a good movie. Why did you leave this on? Because it's Pulp Fiction. <laughs> you know, I've probably seen that movie. I'm sure you have too. I've both seen it hundreds of times. Can recite the entire movie. Oh yeah, back you know back to front, and. uh I can, ch- uh, I can still watch it. Uh, <laughs> as Eric hands me his bad motherfucker wallet. <laughs> exactly. I love this movie. I well, mean, there are so many good things about this movie. It was one of the guys I used to work with that it would label everything in his gear bag, bad motherfucker, or, B- or yeah. BMF. And yeah. so you would always find a BMF. Oh, that's, oh. that's yeah. his. Really? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, it's funny. I mean, that's that movie. There's so many good things. Like when my water heater broke last week, I took a piece of that and clip of that and threw it up about the uh, shower scene at the end where they're out there getting hosed off oh, with the blood yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good film. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good things with that. So, all right. Well, upon further ado here, we've got Russell Accord. All right. We want to welcome Russ Accord here too. Are we fired over this? We're going to talk a little bit about Bigfoot today. Bigfoot. All right. <laughs> welcome to the show, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, why don't you give us a quick little rundown of what you got going on, what you got coming up. It's this weekend, correct? 
It is this weekend. It's uh, last year we had a Labor Day event that seemed to kick off pretty nice. So this year we're doing it again, Labor Day weekend. It's in the Tri Cities in Kennewick, Washington. It's uh, September first, second, and third. So that'll be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. We open the doors to the public at two o'clock on Friday. It'll run till maybe eight or nine, and then um, open the doors again Saturday and Sunday morning, both at eight o'clock. So what we've done, we have a collection of some of the top world researchers in Bigfoot from uh, people that do a lot of uh, technical and DNA sampling to the guys that are out in the field, the people that really get down to the nitty gritty of it. And uh, the, the stage is going to be filled with some really amazing presentations and events this this weekend. So if you want to see something really uh, amazing, and really dig in deep this is the place and uh, the building to do it in that's for sure so how did you get into the whole uh bigfoot thing man because i know you've been living living it and breathing it forever okay i'm gonna i, I have the same story as everybody else so <laughs> back in the 70s i saw the the footage of the patterson gimlin film yeah that was filmed down on willow creek in uh october of 2000 or uh, of 1967 that was that clama uh, on the clama river where was that at that's on Bluff Creek. That was that's all the way down uh, uh, Willow Creek. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. So it's it's it was a it was a very compelling piece of evidence that, and this actually marks the 50 year anniversary of that. So once I saw that, <clears throat> excuse me. Once I saw that, I was really curious to see if if there's something out there. I wanted to see it for myself. I I didn't want to take the footage, which is amazing footage. I didn't want to take somebody's cast footprint and say, oh, it's for real. I'm, I got to see it for myself. So I've been researching and looking and, and uh, kind of been out there quite a bit, um, hoping for a glimpse of it. And, and I, I do a lot of interviews with people that have seen uh, things that they consider as evidence. So I just, um, it's just kind of been part of me for forever. Nice. Nice. And then, uh, so you've got almost all the experts, it seems, out there at least, and, and you're so far better versed in this than I am. I'm kind of a casual observer, but you got some big names coming in. Yeah, I do. Actually, the uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum, he's kind of a big deal. Uh, Adam Davis, also a, a world-renowned researcher. He's like travel you've channel. got the Olympic right? Project from uh, a lot of the members of the Olympic Project will be there, Derek Randall's. But... One of the last people I just picked up that is actually not even on the flyer. Um, I've been kind of talking back and forth with him for a while, but he's a world-class researcher, Dr. John Bindernagel. Now, he's up from way up in Canada. He was struggling with some health issues, and we were going back and forth whether he would be able to make it this year. And He got clearance from a doctor to make the trip. So he wow. will actually be oh. on the stage. Amazing. Nice. Amazing guy. Yeah. Well, I got to... Go ahead. Oh no, no, carry on, carry on. Uh, the the big the big feather in the cap also is that guy that was there in Willow Creek 50 years ago, Bob Gimlin, and Roger Patterson. Roger Patterson passed away. Bob Gimlin is still alive, and he's actually going to be at the conference, signing autographs on photos and that sort of thing. Nice. So sorry, I missed you know. him yesterday at your house. <laughs> oh, I know it. I know it. You know, I've spent a lot of time with Bob Gimlin this year. I took four months away from my normal life of having to work 
and uh, I had the best time. I did a life documentary on Bob Gimlin. Oh, cool. And I just came out with that. That DVD is actually out and can be uh, picked up at bobgimlin.net. But his life story is absolutely amazing. It's not just the Bigfoot footage. It's the things that this guy has packed away in his 85 years of life. Nice. He's got some of just crazy stories to tell. So we've got a couple hours of his life on a DVD now. So it's, it's, and he shares so well, but um, he'll be there. He's going to be um, a blast to have around, I tell you. That's awesome. And then you were doing a movie earlier this year down in Florida. Oh, that. <laughs> I, Can we talk I about that? A, I, sure. I had a very, very small part. I got a buddy of mine that is a filmmaker, Stacy Brown, who lives in Florida. He's a, he's a very solid researcher. Um, filmmaker he's just um, I, he's a friend of mine and uh, he said hey I'm doing this film I got this this part that you might want to you know if you'd like to do it you can do it he said it's right up your lines he said it's this it's this uh, detective that has a uh, has issues believing whatever people tell him you know that kind of thing so mm-hmm. I said you know Florida's an awful long way it's just to come and film and be on a movie for you know maybe 90 seconds of film but (laughs) i'll come do it so we got down to florida to film this thing it's called uh, the movie is called creatures a true story and we filmed it on location at a house where a woman has been uh had numerous episodes happening at happening at her home now it's not just a story it this is something that is there's been um well, actually, Dr. Jeff Meldrum went and spent a couple weeks there researching. The One of the um, episodes of Finding Bigfoot actually went to this house and this neighborhood and, and did the research there as well. Um, her, her evidence was just pretty compelling as well. But when we got there, uh, here I am ready to do my 90 seconds of film, and the, the lead female that they had picked for the role was – really not the the she wasn't depicting the true character of the woman who is living at this house mm-hmm. and she made that known she said i'm really not comfortable with this actress because she's really not feeling the role so stacy brown looks over my shoulder at my wife and said hey uh <laughs> you think she'd want to try out for it and i said buddy you yeah, are Kelly in the there. wrong person <laughs> because nobody tells my wife. Uh, I, I don't answer t- for my wife. You're going to have to ask. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we know Kelly. We know Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Kelly, Kelly said, you know, Russ is here for you, Stacy, And if if uh, I will support what whatever you need, sure, what do you need? And I said, honey, pay close attention. He's asking you to play the lead role. And she just kind of shrugged her shoulders. She said, well, t- I mean, I'm not an actress, but sure, I'll give it a shot. And I'll tell you, for somebody who's not an actress, when you see the movie, she is a, a natural. She just played herself, which was just casual, matter of fact, not uptight, just very, very comfortable. Nice. So That's Kelly. <laughs> I, I, I guess inadvertently I married an actress. She married a guy that was uh, 
90 seconds of fame on <laughs> But you kind of punked her down there, too, in all fairness, which I think is hilarious. I what? No? You kind of punked her down there with the whole running thing, that story you told me yesterday. <laughs> you you got to tell this one real quick. This is good. So There's one of the scenes where this woman is on a jogging trail, and she jogs past the camera. So they set up the scene. They got the camera set, and she runs down the trail, runs past the camera, and runs you know, on down the trail. Mm-hmm. And we're out in these woods and, and they did a cut and then they did another cut and they said, Hey, we need to do this a couple more times. And it was, and, and she stopped, she said, are you guys just trying to wear me down? Cause it's hot here in Florida and you guys are making <laughs> me run up into this, this trail. And Stacy, uh, I pulled Stacy aside. I said, Hey, next time when she runs by, let's all just chase after her and leave the cameras running. <laughs> So here she comes, the scene is set, everything's perfect. She comes running down the trail, runs past. Well, the camera catches her as she runs past. You see the back of her run by, and then Stacy, and then me, and then the grip, and then the camera guy, and then the girl running with the microphone. It was hysterical. That is so, awesome. Now you got stuff for the DVD yep. after. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, we've got enough um, B-roll on that film for just bloopers and fun. Because that's one thing I have to tell you about Stacy is he's a pretty laid back cat and he he loves his what he does. And if you want to just have a little bit of fun on on the screen and take up a few minutes, he's got some really entertaining stuff there. So we had a lot of fun with making that film. When uh, when 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 are we going to be able to see it? When is it when's it coming out? It's still editing. It's still editing. Um, It's going to. I would say another month or two. Oh, nice. Okay. We're going to yeah. show a preview of it. in uh, here on Saturday, we're going to actually show about a seven, eight-minute scene of it on, uh, at the conference to oh, cool. let people nice. know that the, the film is coming, and it'd be a lot of fun. That's cool. Now, what's the story? You guys have some giveaways there, too, at the conference, don't you? Oh, a couple little knickknacks, things, you know, nothing big. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I saw a... that thing sitting in your garage, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a couple of... Uh, I got a spotting scope. I got a pair of binoculars. I've got some good camping gear, that kind of stuff. I have two. Uh, Friday night, we're giving one away. Saturday night, we're giving one away. They're a um, night vision binoculars that oh. actually take film or pictures. So some pretty nice high-end stuff. Nice. And then Sunday, our grand prize for Sunday is we're giving away a 2017 four-wheeler. Damn. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if nothing else, if, if even if you – want to come out and see all the vendors and have a good time and pick up a ticket. I mean, every it, it's not a uh, a raffle or anything like that. If you own a ticket, you have a chance at that four-wheeler because every ticket has a coupon inside of it with a with a or uh with a number on it. Cool. Nice. So So, you know, uh, everybody you, has a shot at it. And you're going to have a much better, you know, chance of winning than like the lotto that was last week where it was like one in seven tr- trillion or something like that, you know. So that's not a bad way to go. Get your squatching gear. That, yeah. That's a good point. You know, a guy, <laughs> a guy has a I, – I spent 40, 50 bucks hoping to win all that money knowing that my odds were so astronomical, yeah. whereas if we have a crowd of less than 1,000 people, you have one in 1,000 chance. Of winning this four wheeler, that's pretty good odds. That's a good odd, man. I mean, for, drive uh, to Kennewick this week. Yeah, 
I haven't seen my folks in a while. Exactly. Maybe a trip. I mean, that's that's some pretty good odds for that. And then let's talk about real quick here about your books and stuff that you've been doing because you're a notable author on the subject as well. I'm not, maybe not an actor, but I am a writer. That's for sure. <laughs> so uh, my first, I, I'd been following Bigfoot for a long time. Kind of had the interest. So in uh, my first four years of college, once I got out of the military. I was taking 22 credits a quarter or a semester, and that was a lot to take on, and it was excruciating for me to put that much thought process into trigonometry and history and statistics and strength of materials and all that stuff that really makes you yawn. Yeah. So I wrote my first book during my first four years of college. Nice. <laughs> I needed a break from everything, so my book is strictly fictional. It's a book that depicts a guy who actually has an encounter with Bigfoot and becomes part of their their group. And uh, it's just, and it's all fictional, but it's it's based on actual places. It's based on some of the testimonials I've heard from people throughout the years. There's some consistencies I've heard in everybody's story. So I thought, you know, I'm going to build my characters around these these characteristics of this, what the Bigfoot is supposed to look like, act like, and be like. So I had a lot of fun with it. Um, did my first book in that, and finished it after my four years of college. Got my second one done a few years later, and I'm currently working on my third one. Um, but it's it's coming along. It's coming along really good. Nice. Congratulations, man. Yeah, that's awesome. It's- Thank you. That's awesome. So you've got, uh, going down your list of people, you've even got uh, somebody that I know from the radio station, uh, Clyde Lewis, oh, coming Clyde. down there. Oh, you saw that, did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, last year, Clyde came to the conference, and when he first walked in, he didn't really say much to me, and I thought, who is this guy? <laughs> he's you know? a character. I love the guy, but he's a character. Yeah, yeah. So, And I thought, you know, I, I, I have hundreds of people in the in the building i don't have time for one single person so clyde make yourself at home but i gotta keep moving Mm -hmm. and uh and i just went about my business and he he pulled me aside he said you know there's a buzz in this building he said there's just such a good vibe here you know i really like it i'm i'm still thinking okay um glad you like it clyde but who are you again (laughs) yeah I, i still didn't know who clyde was yeah you know then when i finally figured out who clyde was and we kind of got a you know a little dialogue going i thought man what you know this guy's got some experience he's got some something to say he's got uh just great voice i mean great vocals so oh, yeah. i'm thinking he'd, he'd look good on that stage just kind of letting it out and talking to the audience because if he and he's got a you know bigfoot related material which oh he does kind of the scene. I got a funny story to tell about him. We're in the PacWest Center where the radio station is. There's a Starbucks down below and the entry level down there, and there's a piano player down there. So this was over a year ago when I was talking to him. Remember I told you I was going to run into him, and I was letting him know about your stuff over there, about that event and about the conference. And so I'm talking to him. He's leaning up against this grand piano with the piano player playing in a pure Starbucks fashion. And he goes, you know, Eric, the First time I saw Bigfoot, I was up on Mount Adams and goes into this story. The piano player stops playing and just starts listening. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was surreal because you're in this, you know, there's a fair amount of people in the area. And the 
piano player just randomly stops in the middle of the song and it's just like what is this conversation that I'm stepping into right here? It was awesome to watch, you know, and then right. he went off on his story of his first sighting that he had. And it was, uh, it was an interesting conversation with the guy, but once he starts opening up and going, it, uh, makes for a good time. Good deal. Good deal. I look forward to having him on the stage. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, definitely. Uh, and, and actually he's speaking on the first night. He's speaking on Friday night. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. So he'll get a, he'll get all the, he won't even have time to be, I don't think he gets nervous. Does does a guy ever get nervous? Nah, nah. He's not at you know, this point. If, not at this point. If you look at all the radio stuff he does now, he's just kind of that guy. Just kind of rolls with it, and uh, yeah, he he he's great at making good radio. Good. So well, that'll yeah. be fun. So yeah, what? Uh, well, now I gotta let's get back to Bigfoot here. For yeah, a we're uh, we've we've been kind of talking about the conference, but I gotta ask: Have you found your proof? Have you been you you've been going out and looking? What what have what have you? your contacts been or context of it have been all right that's a fair question um i've you know i've gone out with uh several different groups a couple different people and my favorite person on the planet to go out with is adam davis because he's just a a wealth of knowledge the man is just amazing and um but as far as stuff that i found the only thing i've ever had was sounds i couldn't identify Okay. I've yet to find a footprint of my own. I've yet yep. to have a class A sighting, and but I'm I'm strict about it. I'll I'll give you my little story. Uh, I was in Montana, and I was way up, so far up that you didn't even think about the nearest road. It was probably twenty twenty five miles away. I was to Bob Marshall, and I mm-hmm. see something in the in the kind of dense uh, aspen trees down below me, and. It was six, seven feet tall, okay. and it was wide around the shoulders, and it went up to a point, and it had two legs, and it was walking away from me. Okay. And I All thought, right. holy smokes, and it was pure black. It was just jet black. And it walked away a couple steps, and then it ran. And it, it was going straight away from me into these trees. So I didn't get a real good look at it. All I saw was just... You know, there was just enough of it to, and it, it to anybody else that would have been Bigfoot forever. Yeah. But I'm a Montana boy. Okay. Okay. I saw <laughs> something. You see something, you're thinking, okay, great, big deal. Let me let me go see what the tracks are. So I, I came down the hillside and got into the aspens, and it was moose tracks. Oh. And if you think about it, a moose is wide up on top, and yep. then they have that little hump on their back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. As it was walking away, I only saw the two legs. Fair but enough. Okay. The way it looked to me was a Bigfoot walking directly away from me. And I, if I would have seen big, hairy footprints, then that would have been my Class A sighting. I yeah, would have yeah. said, ah, oh, yeah. there, there it is. But it, it was uh, as close as I ever came. I was pretty excited. Oh, yeah. I, well, I would be too. I mean, <laughs> we've, we've all grown up in Washington. We know the areas up there. And it's one of those things that you've seen. I've seen some weird stuff out there. I've heard some weird stuff out there. But it's just I can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just haven't haven't seen it and touched it yet. So there's there's uh, there's some uh, I I appreciate with what you go through this because I know I know you well enough that you're very logical and very yeah, scientific like about the... it. So it's it's interesting to hear your take of it. Exactly, exactly. You're not you're I've not taking it at face that, value. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't do that. And I've I've met people that. Um, 
I mean, uh, we'll be in Kennewick at the park by the river, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll swear they saw Bigfoot by the trees, you know. And I I don't I don't like to discredit people, and I and I never will, but I question people that see Bigfoot every day. They go out and they see four or five of them, you know. Um, that's a that's a difficult thing for me to wrap my head around. Yeah, especially I mean, in more of a suburban area like that as well. I mean, exactly. I get that. Yeah. I, I mean, need more proof than that. I need more proof than a, a plaster cast as well. Um, because you, uh, we all know that if somebody wants to fake something, they can, they can fake anything into the dirt and get a cast of it and say, this is, this is what I found. Yeah. I mean, I, I can, I can put together a really good one myself. <laughs> if I see something big, hairy foot, make that track and step out of it and I see it for myself. That's a different story, but in, until I've actually gotten to that point, um, I'll just keep searching, and I'll, I'll never discredit that they exist or don't exist. I believe in the possibility. I think that there's there's so many things out in the in the wilderness or under the in in the ocean that we've yet to discover. So I'm open to that, absolutely. Well, that's always been kind of my thing with Bigfoot. It's one of these I really I really want to think that we have enough undiscovered wilderness out there that something like this could exist. And we would never know it. Absolutely. But then again, I'm also a journalist. So I've got that skeptical thing kind of going in my head all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about a mount- you, if you spend time in the, in the mountains? I mean, when is the last time you saw a mountain lion? Uh, you know, I've, I've never seen one in the wild. I've heard them. I've heard them. I've but, heard you know that- but you know they're there. Yes, there you true. go. There you go. How about a cougar? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got Actually, you. Actually, yeah, I, I, I saw a few of those running around Kennewick, but that's a whole other story when I was over <laughs> that there. That was boat race weekend, yeah, baby. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's one that drives a really nice blue Mercedes. Yeah. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> snap. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's, well done. That's staying in the podcast. That is. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was quick. There's, well I, done. I think there's something out there, though. I mean, I we with with you and I, I, the three of us, we know for a fact that there are mountain lions, there are cougars, there are there's wildlife that every time you go out, I, and you're right, I've not I've not seen a mountain lion in the mountains, and no. I know they're there. Yeah. I've actually smelled them and never had a visual. Or, or seen a good track. I have so, one time, yeah. I, I was actually driving over um, Tiger Mountain with my son on uh, Highway 18, heading up to, uh, towards Ellensburg from Seattle, you know, heading up that way. And we hit the top of the hill there right at the summit, and one went running across the freeway midday. It was 75 yards ahead of us, and it jumped wow. across those four lanes right there because there's a climbing lane and everything comes together right there. It leaped across there in three bounds, and my son Alec and I were just like, "Whoa!" Because it was so huge. Well, they're pretty. They're pretty. Um, you know, my family has property up on a uh, Ponderé in Idaho, and yeah. we've got a we've got a mountain lion that's hanging around the house. You see the tracks. Nobody's ever seen them. Yeah, but the tracks are there. Yeah. So I mean, no, I I get it. It's just it's one of those things. It's like I I need to see it. I need to see it. Yeah, I want yep. to. I want to. I want this to be real. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm, I'm with you. So what's the best way for people to uh, find this whole uh, event this weekend? What's your website? Internationalbigfootconference.com. It's all one word. It's easy to find. Um, it's uh, either that or else just come to Kennewick and ask them where the Bigfoot conference is. They'll point you the way. I think about everybody here knows what's going on. 
Oh, yeah, you've been getting a lot of press. It's just over at the convention center, which is where the Tri-Cities Coliseum is for anybody that's been doing hockey oh, or anything else. Old, uh, yeah. Oh, that's a good space. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the Three Rivers Convention Center. It's an extremely nice facility. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Yeah, it's well done. It's well done. So, all right, man, anything else you want to add to this? No, it's just a, it's an event you wouldn't want to miss. Great prizes, incredible speakers. Um, is if you get a chance, check it out. Um, the other thing, I actually I I don't mind uh, plugging it periodically, but the BobGimlin.net. Mm-hmm. This guy is going to turn eighty six in October, and we're celebrating this year at the conference. We're celebrating fifty years. Uh, of the Patterson-Gimlin film. This is a pretty significant issue where how much, what do you know that is held up evidence-wise for 50 years that people still debate it, still dispute it? Well, I got to say, out of the films, those older films that kind of, that one and like the Zapruder film are the two that are, are they're famous. I mean, yeah. you mentioned either one of those and somebody knows what it is. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They, that, that, they are those two big yeah. mysteries right there that have a film attached, attached to them. It's, and then the it's fact the big... that it's 50 years old is pretty cool. Yeah. That's, God, it makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> well, the man himself will be there. The guy that was there at Willow Creek will actually be there at the conference. And um, a chance to get to meet him, shake your shake his hand, and, and say hello to him, That's that in, in itself is worth the coming to the conference for so so if you're listening to this and you've got bigfoot questions there's only one place to be this that's weekend. right exactly it sounds like it's going to be a good time i unfortunately i wish i could be there you know our, our motto is uh and you'll see it on our big banner it's 50 years of questions three days of answers the patterson gimlin film nice oh, i love it that's awesome love it. Yeah. that's yeah. awesome so you, you're right if you have questions there you'll find your answers there that's awesome. All right, man. Well, congrats on the conference on the second year of this, and yes. I hope it's super successful this weekend. And uh, best of luck on it. I know you got a lot of work ahead. I did ahead. I'm still I'm knee deep in it right now. That's what I mean. I know you. I was over yeah. at your house yesterday, and you had the boxes stacked up. You guys were literally knee deep in putting everything together. You got it. I love it. Well, it's been a, it's been an honor being on the show with you guys. I definitely appreciate. Uh, being on and, and be able to discuss it a little bit. All right, Russ. Thank you very much. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it, man. it. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you soon. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Thanks, man. We'll see you. Yep. Well, there you go. Wow. There's a lot a, to that, you know? You know, I, I like the fact that he's still a skeptic. I've, there's I've, so much credibility to that. I There's so many people that I've met that are like, no, I... This is real, man. I saw him standing out in front of the Walmart. You know, I had this. So, like, my wife's grandparents, they were yeah. uh, they were in Europe. They went up, did a bunch of touring and came back. And she was telling me, she's like, no, no. So you start realizing that the Bible's real because that cave is where this thing happened. And I'm like, no, you don't know that. Some tour guide pointed to you. And, and now you're <laughs> believing this without. You paid your forty nine ninety five for the tour. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, that. that's not even. It's like, First off, that's like taking a TMZ tour in in Hollywood and expecting all that to be true. No, but I like I like the fact that he's he's very skeptical and he's the first to admit. He's like, I thought I saw it. I went down. No, it was a moose. Yeah, you know, I've so many people I've met. I mean, you and I both grown up. I can't tell you how many Bigfoot stories I've heard around the campfire. Oh yeah, friends out hunting, 
it all sounds great. And then you get a little older and you get a little more skeptical and maybe that's just me. You start realizing, yeah, yeah come on, okay. guys. That's one thing I like about Russ that makes this more interesting to me is that there's – he's the the skeptic that's still looking. Yeah. And that, I don't know, adds a little credibility to the well, interest I, of the story. Like I said earlier, it's one of these things that I've, I would love for it to be true. I would love the fact that we still have enough, like I said, forest yeah. and undiscovered land out there that something this size could be out there – Making baby Bigfoots and shitting in the woods and yeah. doing things that Bigfoots do. You know, I've seen some photos that at the time were really compelling. And then I kind of go back and I'm my skeptical brain is like, wait, you're a photographer. This is. Yeah. I've got some really effed up photographers, photographs that I've taken that I'm like, oh, yeah, it's this. It's this. Well, no, it was done on film and it was moving. and uh, yeah. It's easy. I don't know. It's That's the problem today, too, is is that with technology, it's easier and easier to make things look very real. Oh, God, yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's... 90, 95% of the f- video, the photography you've seen has been edited in some form or another. Sure. I mean, that's just like on television the stuff that you see that isn't what you think it is i mean pretty much everything you see on television is not cable television is is not what you think it is no reality tv there's not a stitch of reality oh especially some of those other shows and i don't want to throw too many people under the bus out there but there's some of those network shows you're like you know that's not real right that that's a fake live reality fake show my wife is addicted to reality tv our dvr is filled with every crap show i've and I have to watch them because Ugh. they're on and it's, hey, she gets the TV from this time to this time. I get it after 10 o'clock, whatever. There's shows out there that I just want to like stab my eyes out with a dull pencil, like that's... Storage Wars and those things that I just, like, oh, <sighs> oh no, that's so fake. Any of the housewives, any of the things. Oh, I, yeah. That's, that's when I put my headphones on and watch YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> just like look up and be like, what are they doing? Anyways, and just get back to the thing. But this, this sounds like it would be a lot of fun. If I was in the Tri-Cities, I would go to this event this weekend. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it would be a good time for anybody to go check out. So Russ sounds really cool, and I can speak for his wife, Kelly. She's super awesome. It's, it's a great – sounds like it's a great group of people running this. Um, sounds like they've got some amazing speakers coming yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking at it, if you're into the Bigfoot thing, there's one place for you to be this weekend. Squatching. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny, Kennewick, though. It's like the least – Bigfoot area you can imagine in Washington State. It is, but it's also kind of a very centrally located thing for that kind of thing, too, because it's not that far from Idaho or Montana to drop down. If you're on this side of the hill, it's get over there and do some wine tasting, enjoy some Bigfoot stuff, or you're down in Bend, it's not that far to get away. So there's a lot of, I mean, it's kind of a centrally located thing. Yeah, I guess it is. I forget. I From those from those people, you yes. know what I mean? Yes. You know, if you're coming from Boise or if you're coming from Band or you're coming from Portland or Seattle or Spokane or... Well, I, Portland, this whole area has a huge Sasquatch community where people Dude. love to go out and... Re- because, I mean, I can't remember how many sightings or how many people have said they've seen it just 20 miles outside of town. Oh, yeah. You just jump across the... You go out in any of the rivers out there and people oh, go out and squatch and hunts. Oh, yeah. Though, with trail cam technology, I haven't we got a picture of them yet. Why not, enough, we, not enough trail cams out there. Oh, bullshit. There's tons of, why, haven't, why haven't we found Sasquatch Dookie? <laughs> I want to see the Dookie. Let's see the Dookie. Yeah. yeah. See what happens. That'll be fun, though. I, yeah. This this will be good. Yeah, that'll be good. So what do you got coming up this week, next week, man? Oh. Fuck, man. I don't know. I know. I, I'm, just, I'm just finally on the downward swing from 
the last two, three weeks. You know what I mean? Just Absolutely. Kind of swinging back in. I did pick up my last two pieces of plastic roofing so I can Ooh. finish my deck cover, which I need to borrow your ladder. ladder. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think right now the wife and I are just like, you know what? We're just going to take a break until October. It's, yeah, I wish I had We're that. Take I've got a bunch of stuff I to get done in the next few weeks, but it's going to be one of those things. But not a lot of travel involved, so I like that. No, I, th- I think we're going to be project-free for September. I think it's just a time to chill out. and. I'm going to hold you to that. I doubt you're project-free, though. I mean, that's not always the way it works. No, nah, I did have to do some electrical work the other day, but... It is a 110-year-old house. It is. But I'm not, as long as it ain't breaking, I ain't fixing it. Yeah, there we go. But we we have some fun stuff we're going to be doing because we're putting a mini split in. Nice. It's The wife's already like, no, this is happening. Yeah. 107, if if most people don't live in Portland, we don't have air conditioning here. If it gets up over 100, like my little window units, they work great up until about 97 degrees. It'll keep the house a comfortable 72. Once it goes above that, all bets are off. Well, a good working air conditioner is only designed to, to do a 30-degree swing. Yeah. I mean. No, exactly. And that's a good working air conditioner, not a window one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mine are big. I got a, um, one's 15,000, one's a 20,000 BTU. Right. It's a small house. Yeah. They, they crank out. But, you know, it's that's time. Crazy. It's time to upgrade. You need it. That house needs it. Well, I can. it's one of those things that we're in the right neighborhood where it makes sense to start putting cash into your home. Well, and it's going to pay for itself on energy savings, too. That's where that's going to really help. Well, and that's the thing, too, is our heat sucks so bad in that house that the upstairs just doesn't get anything from the the forced air. Oh, yeah. And so just throw one of those up there. It'll heat it. It'll cool it. Done. Done. Enjoyment. Not sleeping under 17 blankets. Or with the fan on and nothing on, you know, just out there dying. That's been the last couple of days, yeah. Exactly. With dogs. Oh, Sorry. Get off me, you freaking animals. <laughs> I bought a king-size bed because yep. of the animals, and I still have less space than we had a queen. You know what the secret is? Buy a tall bed so the animals can't get up there. Yeah, it works, trust me. Can. No, I know. I know. <laughs> a couple of them still can. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening to Why Are We Fired Over This? Yeah, we'll thanks. we back in two weeks because uh, we got a bunch of new stuff we want to tackle coming up. We do? We do. Oh, we do. Yes, we do. We want to get uh, we're gonna get some automotive people on here. Yeah, we're dude. Gonna I'm get ready some to do a car podcast. We need to do a car podcast. I want to do some drinking podcasts. I want to get yeah. some whiskey, maybe even some tequila. People Let's start sending some in some going. questions. Yeah, if you well, want to submit questions. questions, yeah, we could do that. Um, Q and A show. Do a Q and A show where we could do that. That could be kind of fun. Yeah. If. There's anything that we actually haven't shared yeah. already <laughs> openly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, That'd there's kind of fun. I want to talk about. But yeah, yeah, you can go to our Facebook page. Yep, jump on over there. Are we fired over this? Yeah. And then uh, we've you can submit stuff on the website as well up there. There is a little thing where you can contact Nobody us. Nobody does as well. that. They're on Facebook. Facebook Everybody's and Instagrams on Facebook. and all those other things out there. Are we on Instagram? No. Why aren't we on Instagram? Well, let's work on that. Dude. We'd have to take pictures then. Well, that's what I do. That's my job. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Photo Sparky, we're gonna to have to do some with that. It's Photog Sparky. <laughs> I'm much. changing it for that. Oh God! <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. We're Until out. next time. Thank you for listening to Are We Fired Over This? A production of Fama Creative. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. Tune in next time for Are We Fired Over This?